beautiful people, and welcome to the Tristcast. I am your host, Tristan Dario, and I invite you to sit back, relax, catch a vibe, and enjoy the show. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Tristcast. Before we jump in on this week's episode, I just want to say thank you all for your love and support, and I invite you all to leave your feedback and leave suggestions on what you would like to hear on next week's episode. Thank you, and enjoy the episode. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Triscast. I'm happy to have you all here with me. It's a couple of things I want to talk about for this week's episode that, you know, really matter to me and are really, you know, dear to my heart, you know, like it's kind of my whole thing, especially as of lately. I, um, I've talked about it in recent episodes and I think I want to make it even more aware on what it is I want to do and what it is that's important to me and that is bringing acceptance to the world one of the subjects is acceptance without approval i think where we have gotten as humanity at this point right now is we connect acceptance to approval and we believe that if we are accepting someone or if we accept someone that we have to approve of everything that they do or approve of their decisions and the way they morally look at life and it's not really the case at least in my perception of it it's not really the case we're all different we're all into different things we're all going to want to do different things with our lives and that's not always going to connect or correlate to our life but I think as a at us as a people what we have swayed away from and what has made us more, you know, segregated and divided is that lack of love and that lack of desire to unite with one another based on our differences and based on how unalike we are. I think it's not as much about liking everything that other people do It's more so, you know, we may not see eye to eye on this thing or that thing, but I I choose to love you anyway because that's the whole point of life is community, finding people, and sharing love. There's a lot of hate in the world, and I think what really can get us down in the mud is not feeling accepted, not feeling worthy, and I think that starts from within us. You have to go through hell, your own kind of hell, to figure out your worth and how much you matter and how much you really do have a purpose in this world, on this planet. You may feel that it's too late. You may feel that you don't have enough time, but today is the perfect day to start on that project or that dream that you've wanted to put time into. It's never too late. And 
though there would be some people in the world that do not, and maybe a lot who do not approve of what it is that you're into, but that's okay because not just me, there are many people out there that will accept you as you are, will love you as you are, and you will make decisions that not everybody approves of, but people are going to love you anyway. It's the people who do not understand the significance and the true meaning of love and what comes with it. And I think we have the tendency to push away people, especially when there is a lot of criticism and a lot of feelings of rejection. Because when we feel rejection, we want to push it away especially when someone rejects something that we're into, doesn't necessarily mean that you can't connect on other things that are similar between you both, but you tend to latch on to the fact that they have rejected something that you may potentially love with all your heart. But what uh, what I also feel can correlate with this is change. Um, you may think that you love what you're doing at this very moment and the... For example, you start every morning with a cup of coffee. You love this. You think you need it, but you give yourself away 30 days without coffee. You're not going to need it anymore. You're going to feel like you're living on top of the world without it. And it's this change what you love and what you're into right now. And you may always love it. And it may be something that is a big piece of your life, even to the day that you are on your deathbed. Nothing wrong with that, and that's an amazing thing to have something you love and something that you are continuing to stay into throughout your life. That's an incredible feat, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't get to do that, and they just hop from one thing to the other, but you have something that you're very into. Take that with you. Wear that on your back. Not everyone's going to have to approve of what you're into, but as long as you understand that it, that starts with you and that because it's important to you, it matters no no less if anyone else approves of it or not. It's because you care about it. It's because you love it and that's why it matters to you. Don't be afraid to talk about what matters to you. On line of people approving of it all though, when we get stuck in this whole thing where we have friends and we think our friends have to approve of every decision or our friends have to approve of our achievements, not always are they going to be achievements that they're going to appreciate as much as you, but you know, your real friends are going to be there to support you and celebrate you and even your biggest moments. Um... So when I think about doing things, it's less doing it for the others in my life. It's more for doing it for myself. And I think that's something we all have to learn. It's just like having to learn to love yourself. If you can't love yourself, you're only going to love someone else to the point that you love yourself. I believe that. I think that's a quote that has taught me much more, you know, especially in my journey of, you know, finding love, finding people that I can relate myself to and place myself around wanting to make sure my circle stays filled with people that are meaningful and want to project me and push me rather than trying to bring me down and make me smaller than who I am as a person who's been surrounded by blocks and people wanting to hold me back it's very powerful being able to find a group of people that 
only want the best for you and want to see you grow and want to see you achieve your mightiest goals. It's it's a dream. It's a dream that comes true. And when we place our own love for our work and push it onto other people, making them think that they have to approve of us, that will only lead to resentment. It's going to cause them to feel like there's more that I have to do for this friendship. And that's not what we want to do. We want to feel accepted, but understand that we will not be approved on everything by everyone. It's You're always going to let someone down and someone's always going to let you down. It's just the point of existence. But you're going to meet people who appreciate the things that you love And you're going to gravitate towards the people that are interested in the same things as you. And how I see it is opening yourself up to the idea that though you may meet people that don't approve of the things you do, you may still find things that you both are similar in and you can both approve of that. But I I think the... I think the point is not having to approve of it and just enjoying just enjoying the space, enjoying the time, loving regardless if you're into the different things, if you don't see eye to eye on cert- certain subjects. I don't see for example, I'll throw this out there. I'm not much of a political person, but I'll listen to anybody talk about their views and I'll listen to anybody talk about why they think things should be the way they are. And if they ask me for my advice, I'll sit and I'll talk about it. Or if they ask me my opinion, I'll sit and I'll talk about my opinion. I'm not really one to force my opinion on others. I'm not really one to fall in line with the same people. I like to think uniquely and I like to think of things from my own viewpoint and, you know, walk to the beat of my own drum. I really care about that independent thinking because you know in my mind I'm thinking in a more logical and more uh like togetherness I I think there's two sides multiple sides in the world that think certain ways and I always think why can't we bring both of them together I you know I'm that I'm that person who wants to bring everyone together and unite everyone regardless of our differences because there's obviously some things we can work to there's a lot of things we can work together on like building a sustainable life and not as much looking at the things that need to be done and think about the things that we can do rather than fight about them you know there's a lot of things in the world that are just common issues that should be handled that should have been handled and by now and what can we do as a people, as a community, as people coming together that can make change? Because I don't really believe in voting for someone who isn't all the way going to make the things that we're looking for happen. And when I look at parties, I'm just looking at people that you have to vote for that you know aren't really going to do everything that you're asking. It's just going to bring you that little gratification that someone won. That's all I see. You know, there's always going to be a, there's obviously someone out there that can educate me more and can teach me more about what the whole purpose and their view is. But I think it's systemically put into our minds, making us think that this is what we have to do because it's our right. And it's all about the way that you want our world to go. I think there's someone who ultimately controls that. 
no matter if we vote for it or not, anything that's meant to happen is going to happen regardless. Not saying that we should just, you know, step away and not put our hands on it at all. I mean, you know, do what you have to do, but don't put so much energy if you don't get what you want, because what's supposed to happen will happen. Practicing your rights is obviously your your practice of freedom, and I appreciate that, and I support that greatly, just like everyone else in the world should. Everyone deserves freedom. Everyone has the right to have access to the opportunity to survive and live according as most people, you know. I um it's not an easy thing to have to continue to force yourself to be able to make it to that day. That's hard, you know. I think we are slowly coming to terms with the fact that things are hard right now and the more that we do it alone the more we're going to realize that it's just way too hard to do it alone i read this book and it's called okigai and it's a it has part of this book is about the village of ogimi in okinawa japan and in this village, it is on an island, and it is, you know, inhabited by just a small number of villagers and a widespread of population where they all work together. They all see, they all go by the Okigai, which is a basically a flow how do I better say this? It's like a state of flow. It's where you find what you're passionate in and you work in the category of you do what you love. You don't think about working and working becomes your flow state and you're just happy. This is also a population of people who mostly live to the years 100 to 110. These are people that that are literally it's just a population that's already on the island these people work together they grow their own plants they grow their own crops all of this they get they do their farming and they give to one another as they need it's like helping those who are in need and instead of seeing as oh this is my this isn't my responsibility you see it more as how can i help a fellow villager and yes, I know I'm talking about an island that's off a coast of another country, but taking what they do and possibly being able to put it into work here in our own country, being able to work together, being able to be there instead of walking down the street, seeing the homeless person and being in, you know, I'm just going to say it, some people being disgusted by it, you know, what can we do to help them? What can we do to place them in a, you know, I... There's people that stay at homeless shelters that need money to be able to pay for their bed. Why can't we just dish out? I know I know it's a hard time, especially right now. But the more that we recognize how grateful we are for what we have already, you know, I think I saw it on Twitter before it went to shit. Um... People were talking about Black Friday and Black Friday shopping and how the discounts weren't even close to what they were before inflation. 
and you know people are looking at the price tags and people are like this is how much it cost last year before inflation and you know i think about materialistic things or material things and i've gone through this time of having to be frugal and having to really decide on where to spend my money and stuff like that it's helped me you know think from a different perspective you know not having a lot of money not being able to buy things that i used to really want and think that i wrote and thought that i really needed i've realized that when it comes to material things i don't as much need them and i think about the experiences i can have with people and how much that is important to me regardless you know and being able you know we're coming around christmas time this is the second this is like i practice christmas but we're coming around this holiday year and or this time of the year during the holidays where uh, it's more you know melancholy it's not as you know bright bright eyed bushy tail you know it's there are people who spend time alone. There's people who don't have a home. There's people who don't get a Christmas with their family, you know, and being able to be a helping hand, especially in our communities when, you know, a lot of people feel alone right now. And there's a lot of other people out there that don't even have close to what we have here in our homes and to be able to give, even if we can't eat, you know, I know there's always something that's going to come in the way and be like an excuse for us, but you know, how I think about it is even if I don't have a dollar to give, what can I do with my time? And there's times where I mess up and there's times where I miss out on the opportunity to help in another way. But, you know, I really want to put it into motion that helping and being of service to others, that is another way of giving back. It's giving your time, giving your strength because there's people out there that don't have it. And I'm very grateful to be able to be of help and I'm grateful to be used in every way that I possibly can be used because if I'm being you know used to meet a purpose that is far more than what I could ever understand I'm doing something that could benefit someone else and I get benefit out of it I get confidence in myself I get happiness within myself because I'm not only doing something good for someone else but that's doing something to me feeling better about giving my time to someone else who doesn't have it and that's important it's an it's a way of uniting others together it's a it's about bringing hope especially in times where there isn't a lot and when there's a lot of sadness in the world and people not really understanding how to get through this time getting out of the mud being that light to some people who really need that light is very important and we, you know, we can be selfish sometimes, you know, what is this going to do for me? It's not always about what you get out of it. It's about what you're just doing sacrificially and just being kind and loving and humble because, you know, what a lot of people don't understand is we could lose everything in a matter of a second. And we don't th like to think about that because, you know, other people go through it. And all we can think about is how much I pray to God that I don't have, that that doesn't happen to me. I pray to God that I don't lose my job. I pray to God that I don't lose my home. I feel bad for those people who don't have it. I'm very grateful for what I have. But what can I do to help those people who just lost it? It's another way of seeing it. It's another perception. It's taking one thing at a time and understanding that though we have so much you know it's a privilege to be able to live with your parents and not have a job and be going to school and really have a way to have access you know that's a privilege that it, you are blessed 
abundantly to have that. You're blessed abundantly to have a car and to have the finances to be able to have a newer car, you know? Those are the things we don't really think about because, you know, we're already thinking about everything else that takes in our mind, you know, because the second you wake up, you immediately access the first thing that takes your mind. Most of the time it's our phones. Um, I'm grateful that I, you know, I wait, I try to wake up and I try to build the discipline to where I don't immediately check my phone. I don't like to, I, I've read I read this information before where, you know, if you start your day immediately with your phone, you sidetrack your mind for the rest of the day, and I don't like that. I don't like the idea of sidetracking my mind. I like the idea of being productive, and even if it's as simple as sitting down and recording with y'all, and, you know, I genuinely am grateful to God that I'm able to do this because a year ago I was living on my own in my own apartment and I had every excuse telling me why I couldn't start this. First excuse was I work a 1 p.m. to 10 job. I'm at work for most of my day. I don't have time to do this and you know I'm not making money now, but I'm grateful that I can sit down and I can do this because this has been a goal. This has been a dream of mine for such a long time. And because I was going through the journey that I've been going through, especially since last year, it has led me to being okay with being frugal, not having a lot of money to not go and do things, you know, being grateful for the moments that I do get to spend with the people that matter to me and the moments I get to share with them. Grateful for that. And, you know, being able to help one another, to give one another more opportunities to have moments like that. You know, I would love to be able to give someone a ride to go and see some of their friends. And if I get to meet someone out of that group because they are looking to hang out with their friends, you get to, it's you start to see new ways and new opportunities. And, you know, one of the things I say every morning in my, in my writing and my devotional is I'm grateful for, I'm grateful that I am showered in opportunity and, and, you know, being grateful that I'm being used in so many ways, you know, for example, like I was just going into, say I'm driving down the road and someone's car breaks down. They tell me, Hey man, I'd really appreciate it if you could help me with a ride to my friend's house. I haven't seen him in months. And this is the first time I've left my house in a while. And, you know, I just really want this. And it's taken a lot of me to be social with you right now. I'd be like, bro, get in. Let's go. We'll go to your friend's house. And if I have the opportunity to be invited into that home, that gives me an opportunity to meet new people, to gain new friendships, and possibly build relationships with people that I would have never expected seeing the possibility in every decision or every opportunity that happens. You never know what's going to happen. So rather seeing it from, you know, a negative standpoint, oh, I got to do this. I, I feel bad for not doing this. It's not about feeling bad. It's in though you may not have the time to do it, but you never know. You never know what the opportunities, what op- opportunity is going to arise. And I like to think that way. I like to think this, there's always a opportunity to where I can grow in some way shape or form and helping others uniting others that can help me grow in a way to 
like because I see myself as a leader and I see myself as someone who brings people together. I'm definitely someone who likes to bring people together. And, you know, being that kind of person, all I want to do is to bring a community together where though we may not think alike in all things and though we may disagree on some major things, I choose to love you anyway. And I choose to invite you into my home regardless if we agree or not. I went to the Muddy Route a couple of days ago, and I remember there was a gentleman that's been going there that, you know, the first time I ever met him, he was talking about something that I was really passionate in, and because I wasn't educated, I was fighting back on what his, what his claims were, and when I finally read into what he was talking about, and when I was watching the documentaries that he was talking about, it made me realize how much of a jerk I was. To not hear him out and instead of just being slow to speak and listening more, I would have realized that he was teaching me something new. So when I went to the Muddy Root, I saw him there and I and I was just I felt the urge in me that I was like, you know what, I gotta say something to him. And I said to him, Hey man, I don't know if you remember me, but I want to tell you that on the first time I ever met you, we were talking about something that I was very passionate in and I was fighting you on it and I wasn't giving you the time to really talk and I wasn't listening and I just want to say I apologize and I want to say how grateful I am that I got to learn something that really challenged my mind and I learned it from you and you know being able to do that and being able to put the pride aside and just apologize even if it was so long ago to me that's something that matters to me i'll remember something from that far back i don't hold grudges but especially if i do something and then i realize how i'm in the wrong i cannot let that go i'm like i have to i've already forgiven myself but i just wanted to be able to open myself to an opportunity to possibly learn something new and have another friendship because what if something great comes out of that friendship you know it's it's important to me and it's important to me to bring people together and not push people away i you know as i grew up in my childhood when i felt rejection i pushed people away and when I hear things out of people who I know who I feel like are challenging me or I'm assuming they're challenging me, they may not be challenging me. They may be trying to tell me something I may never know, but I'm too prideful to listen and pushing my pride aside and being open to hearing what they have to say. That's important because that is showing that I accept you on the way you think and what you know, and I want to hear more from you rather than trying to push you away. It's important to build friendships. It's important to go outside of our comfort zones and to open ourselves up to the opportunity to possibly be taught something new, something that we may have never known before. You know, even if it's from someone that we don't necessarily like or necessarily agree with, having that opportunity to give them the time and give them the space to really talk about what it is they love and what it is they want to do and what's important to them, being able to hear them and not talk over them. You know, in, in the past, I had that problem where I would talk over so many people and I'm really trying to work within me to you know, know less 
and be eager to learn more and not as much think I know everything and as much be open to learning something even if it's something I've learned before because one way or another I'm going to learn something new and that's how I like to live. I like to live like I'm being educated by something everywhere and every opportunity, every place we go, it's a new experience. It's one thing that I live by is you will never truly know if something is good or bad for you until you truly see, like you have to do it yourself. I, the only way to really know if you like something is to go out and do it. I know I've talked about that before and I know it's not the easiest thing to do to be open to go and try to unite with people that you don't necessarily know or agree with on certain things. You know, I, I definitely know when it comes to politics, it's one of the hardest things for some people to be able to love regardless on you know you meet someone who may voted for trump and you say nah dude how could you ever do that you know how i recommend it is think uh, before you can judge someone on where they you know where they learn or how they feel you know really ask them like okay well I appreciate you putting out your time to practice your right to vote and using your voice. Um, instead of fighting them on what their beliefs, talk to them about it. What is it that you truly do? That you truly care? Like, do you know who it is that you voted for? Because one thing I'll tell you right now is the reason why I don't vote is if I'm not gravitated or if I do not know who I'm voting for, I cannot be a voice. How am I going to be a voice if I'm blindly voting? It's not, it's not practicing, you know, it's not practicing it well enough. It's, I'm not, I mean, and granted, listen, like I'm not pushing out, I'm not doing it better for myself by not learning who the people are, you know, but I, there will come to a time where I'm going to be open to that. But if it were my choice, I would take out the whole, I would take it out as a whole because I think how we live now in our country and how we go about it, it's all about division. Who can be against one another? And that's not something I like. And placing myself on the side where, and I know people can say, oh, you can vote independent. And I'm like, yes, I get that. But like, is that really doing anything for you guys who are really thinking similarly or differently? You know, I like people ask me, well, what's your side? Well, I don't really have a side. I know how I was raised. I know I was raised in a family that raised by their own morals and their compass on how they think the country should be ran. And I'm surrounded by people who think opposite, who think similar, who want the same, who want the opposite. And I'm like, you know, there's a way that all of us can live happy. If we let go of the physicalities of everything, and if we let go that one person is affecting the other, you know, there's always going to be the big man at the very top that's trying to control it all. And until we take it all apart and we, you know, we do and we reshape it for what it's supposed to be, it's going to be the same. And I'm not saying that, and that's not a negative or a positive that is, you know, neutral. That's a neutral way of thinking. It's, I want it to be better, but I need to figure out what my place is and how I'm going to make it better because I don't like how the system works now. I think if we lived a sustainable life where everybody was capable of achieving what they want to achieve, if we all moved away from from materialism and materialistic things, you know, the more you want objects, that's the more reason why money is important. 
Money is important because it makes you want to buy things. Money is only around because it makes you want to work, work, work so you can get what you want. And that's something that we are at this point where we have to live by until we learn again how to be able to afford everything on our own by, you know, that's why I bring up sustainable life more. I know a lot of people who know how to plant crops in that aspect. Like, you know, I know people who can grow wheat. I know people who can grow tomatoes. I know people who can grow vegetables and fruits. It's, I know people who know how to make their own food and what they have to do to get there. I want to learn from those people because those are the people that are miss that those are the people who aren't going to have to watch everybody else work the machine just to do in that in and out in and out in and out aspect of life. You know, and maybe I'm wrong in the way that I think and maybe I'm wrong or maybe I'm wrong in another person's eyes. But I don't see myself as wrong. I see myself as, you know, this is the way I think. This is how I perceive life. And though you may not agree with me, we can love each other no matter what. Because it's not about you approving of the way I think. It's about do you love me or not. Because that's all it's about. It's about loving you regardless if you agree with me or not. If you like capitalism, if you like working in conglomerates if you like working in business and working alongside that and having checks um deposited into your account every two weeks by all means live that way i like you know obviously if i had a job right now i'd be doing it too i would love that i would love to be making money in that regard but you know my reasoning of wanting money isn't for things my reasoning for money is for experiences i don't really you know I used to be someone who bought the new iPhone every single year it came out and you and then I realized you know not having money I can't do that. And I would rather save my money for an experience like going to Venice, Italy or going to Berlin or going to France, Greece, you know, going to places that I can see with other people, go to places where I can be on a boat sunbathing on the water. You know, like that's like those are peaceful, tranquil places. Being able to just do my thing and not have anyone bother me. I like that. That's how I want to spend my money. It's not about having all the fancy cars. It's not about having the big ass house. You know, I say it to everybody, my dream home is a penthouse with a loft and having that industrial steel staircase leading up to my king size bed. That's if there's anything materialistic, it's in my home and that's where it stays. And, you know, I like that. I like that that I've came to that point where, like, you know, because I'm a party person, when I have my own home, I like the idea of inviting all my friends over. I like the idea of having people over at my place. I've always been the person growing up to where if I have a big-ass home, I am allowing all of my friends to live with me rather than everyone having to worry about having that living space by themselves I always thought about helping them. I always thought about, and I don't even, it's not even about helping. It's like, you know, my, Mikasa Sukasa, you know, it's, you're allowed to be here because I want you here. And I would rather you be here than have, have to worry about doing it all on your own. We could all do this together rather than being alone. And I think I've known this for a very long time, how much I've wanted to be someone who unites people together. I've never really been someone who likes division. 
You see it in school. You see it in our country. You see it in the world. You see that people are divided in countless things, how they live, how they survive, and what they want their kids to learn or what they want their friends to be about. It's the whole world is meant to divide you. And I think when you start to realize how much that the world is trying to make you against one another, you start to really want everyone to come together. And the more that you want people to come together, the more like this group of people gets larger. And the more this group of people just really wants people just want everyone in the world to love one another, regardless, you know, there's always going to be war. There's always going to be pain. There's always going to be hardship, but if we can work together and, you know, lessen it even just a little bit, don't you think it would be a lot more bearable than how it is right now? That's just like how I, you know, that's how I think about it. I think there's not that much love in the world. You got love for your family. Sometimes you don't even have that. And half the time people don't even love who they come from. And that's where you really feel alone. When you can when you feel like you can't even love the people that you are related to, you know, there may be some really, really, really crappy things going on. And I know that some people might hear this and, you know, oh, dude, what about the people who are really bad people? And, you know, there's always really bad people that are going to have to be taken care of. But, you know, let's not think about the really bad people right now and let's come together and let's talk about how we can get rid of all the really bad people. Put the good people with the good people and we'll all know who is. We'll all know who really wants change for the world that is better for the world, that's going to bring positive change and a positive impact. There's going to be the group of people who really know who those people are. And then everybody works together to get the nasty out. That's all it is. And it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen in a month. It doesn't matter if you have $30 billion. It won't change with $30 billion. It changes with you. It changes with us. It changes into how can we come together, be the community that we're supposed to be, and how are we going to make the great change that needs to happen. You know, there's a lot of people that don't like Christianity. There's a lot of people who don't agree with Buddhism and and hindu and the muslim religion judaism there's a lot of people who disagree with one another but if you really see how everything is connected you start to realize we're all just a big family who are being taught in different ways how to love one another what the point of existence is there's going to be people who are radical and you know the radicals are going to stay radical and then there's going to be the people who see the big picture and, you know, I don't place myself in a radical group. If I'm radical at anything, it's radical at loving. I love you regardless. If you've done anything wrong toward me, I don't hold grudges. If you don't like me, I still love you. If you are the shittiest human being on the planet, there's always going to be a piece of me that still loves you regardless and is going to feel bad when we have to do what we have to do. You know, having empathy, being sympathetic being an ally to everybody, you know, obviously it takes a little bit more guidance. I'm not talking, I'm not trying to, you know, step on anyone's toes, but this is how I think. And this is how I want to walk through life. I choose to love. And if there's nasty people out there that are being really, really, you know, 
let's say creepy or nasty, disgusting people, you know, they're going to get taken care of one way or another. It's not always in our control how to do it. And we have to be okay with that. It's not always in our control. The one thing that we can control is ourself. That's the only thing we can control. Everything outside of ourself, we have nothing that we can do. Anything that does not happen direct, anything that does not directly happen to you, or not even that sense, you know, the only thing that you can change is yourself, how you respond, how you react, what you want to do, how you want to do it, your morals, what you want to change in those. That's what you can change. Outside of that, there's nothing. Everything that happens outside of you, so everything that happens to you, everything that happens around you, you can't control that. And I think the world wants us to think that we can, but at the end of it all, we can't. The only thing we can control is ourself, and if someone does something wrong to us, we can choose to love them regardless, or we can be pissed off, pissed in vinegar, and not want them anywhere near us. But in every single angle, how does that really work out for us? In the end, we're still angry, we're not doing the healing we need, and we could be wasting our time not helping those people. And I would rather spend my time trying to help people rather than being so upset and full of pride that someone's hurt my ego and they don't agree with me. Think about it. There's going to be people who disagree with you. There's going to be people that are more radical in their own beliefs. So why would you spend more time trying to hate them over how they think? You know, there's going to be people who are against you, but it's going to take... I believe it's going to take letting go of if people are going to agree with us or not and letting go of what we want other people to think and how people to think. We cannot control how they think. We cannot control how people are going to respond with certain things. We can be teachers we can be people who go through our own experiences and if people ask for our advice we can discuss and talk about what it is that we have experienced and how we have experienced it i want to get better at not using i like sentences i want to be able to speak out of experience like what i've gone through potential ways that we can go about certain things because not everyone is alike in that regard. Not everybody's going to think the same. Not everyone's going to look at things the same. So it's going to take us being open and not closed-minded and being able to hear one person's side, being able to hear how they go. You know, I think it's a touch. I think it's touchy. I think it can get to places where you know it's really hard to just be able to say yeah definitely I can love this person either way if I agree with their actions or not there are things that people do like what if like what they do is like this horrible obviously yes I understand but it's more so we don't have control over these people we do not have control over the aspects of bad things happening so being okay with the fact that we can't change it. All we can do is change how we respond to it. And then when we come together and we're able to make these changes like we want, it will be easier because it will be done with people who understand that like we can't just take it out on people. You know, it's like when people really just don't 
want to agree and they just want to be on their own level and they want to think their way, there's going to be people who want to be that way. But I think when we think of it as a whole and we see the big picture and what we're able to do and what we're able to achieve, everyone knows that you can't achieve everything that you desire all by yourself. It's You have to have a team. You have to have a group of people that are interested in the same thing that you're interested in. And though we may not agree on all aspects, we can still love one another as we do it. And that's what I want to work toward. But I um. I just want to say how grateful I am that I have been able to learn as much as I have and I'm grateful that I continue to seek education in topics that really can change our mindset and change how we perceive the world and change us to be better, you know, like it's important to me. Education on things that can make us feel more peace and at peace and learning about ways that we can bring peace to others and be peaceful with one another. We don't always have to agree, but we can love regardless. But, um, you know, I think this has been, honestly, I think this is a great place to really get into how important being grateful is too. I think this is a, I, I, have to say it had a little bit inside this episode and I just want to give it a little bit more you know spotlight I want to be able to say you know I've been spending my mornings when I'm able to remember to write and when I'm able to give that time that I have in the morning I have been changing the way I start my writing and I and I like to start my day with being grateful for everything Because I feel like being grateful also changes your perspective. And the more that you are actively being grateful for the things in your life and how life is going and where you're at in life, I think it's much easier for you to see the good that's happening around you rather than allowing all the hate and all the pain to flood your mind. Because it's like picking up your phone in the morning. If you're not not grateful for where you are, no matter how bad it may be, you're only going to pay attention to how bad it is and how bad it's going to get. And, you know, I've gone through this huge journey where I've paid attention to what bad is happening, the stressors that are happening, what's causing this, what's causing that. But one thing I'll tell you is starting my days with gratefulness, I, you know, I'm much more productive than I usually was in the past. You know, I'm putting forth what is important to me and, putting forth what I have the capability of achieving and pushing those goals to the top, not being afraid of how long it'll take, not being afraid of what's going to come in the way, because in my opinion, nothing can come in the way of it. It's either, if anything were to come in between me and my goal, it's probably to slow me down to learn something else that I need along the way, or it's to slow me down so that I'm not pushing too fast. I want to be perfect at what it is I want to do in my life. I want to, and though there's going to be times where I'm not perfect, but I want to be as close as I possibly can to being as good as I can be for the job I want to do and the job that I want for my life. 
Um, my goal is to bring a positive impact to the world and to unite as many people together as possible. I'm grateful for where I am right now. I'm grateful for what I'm learning right now. I'm grateful for learning new ways that can be taught and be explained to people if they're having a hard time finding what they love or being okay with what they have. I like to be that person who can come into their life, even if it's for an hour, and to be able to discuss the things that I've learned and have put into work into my life and the greatness that has came from it. And I think that can be beneficial and it's been beneficial to me. It won't be beneficial to everybody, but there's a potential that it might benefit another person other than me. And I rather think that way rather than just thinking only for myself. And, you know, during this time I've been very humbled. I've understood what other people have or in what I have and I am so grateful for what I have you know I have literally enough I have enough though I have my you know knickknacks my hobbies and I get to have them and I'm so appreciative for them and I love each and every single one of them I'm thinking about getting back into painting I want to really let my creative artistic personality come out I want it to be free and I want it to really be what shoots me across the world you know there's going to be so many things in this world that you can do and there's so many things that we can be and if we choose to be what it is we love we're not going to really find any pain in the world there's going to be the setbacks they're going to be the things that need to teach us new lessons and instead of seeing them as sad times or bad times in our life you know a storm is a storm it's going to come it's going to hurt us it's going in it's going to make us stronger on the outside because what doesn't kill you makes you stronger everybody knows that and being grateful that we're still here you know um around thanksgiving one of the biggest things i was seeing popping up is i'm so happy to see that you're still here especially through a year that a lot of people had suicidal thoughts and i'm so grateful to be among more and more people as they start to open up about their mental health issues and open up about what they've thought and how they felt in their life and i think it's important to be able to you know be open about that talk about it because there's a lot of people in the world that don't think their problems matter and talking about your feelings is you know there's people that think talking about your feelings just isn't good and that you shouldn't do it and you're not strong enough if you talk about your feelings and you know I think that's bullshit I think anyone in this world should feel open to talk about what they're going through and if they truly feel like their feelings don't matter then whoever taught them that is the real issue in their life and when they recognize that and whoever is projected into their mind that their feelings don't matter they're going to see in the end that their feelings are more than valid and how they feel is more than valid and they need someone who's going to be able to support where they're at and how they're feeling and I just have to say if you're one of those people then I am praying for you I am here if you need to talk I am here if you need your feelings validated you know I really enjoyed this episode I just want to say thank you all I hope you all have a wonderful week and, you know, please feel free to comment what it is you want to hear on next week's episode. 
And, you know, I hope you have a wonderful morning, a wonderful afternoon, a wonderful evening, and a wonderful night. Peace out.